Welcome to Your Creative Adventure Podcast, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. We're your hosts, CJ and Shelley Hitz. While you listen to today's episode, we encourage you to get out your colored pencils, markers, or paints and create while you listen. You may also be inspired to take creative notes with your hand lettering and sketches. If so, download our free lettering resources at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash free. Are you ready to allow God to take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined? If so, let's get started. As you probably know, if you've been following along this month, we're talking about social media. And today we're going to talk about social media boundaries. So really about, you know, being able to control social media and not have it control us. Hmm. Yeah. And as we, as we all know, social media can really, uh, control every aspect of our, of our lives and dominate uh, our thoughts if we're not careful. Yeah. So like share the example of like social media as a tool, kind of like a knife. Yeah. You, you know, you think of somebody once told me that that's what music is as well. And if we're to use that with social media, you know, a knife can either do damage by being an instrument that someone is stabbed with, or uh, a knife could actually help free someone who is um, roped, you know, has a rope around their their hands, and they need freed, and so the knife helps helps cut them loose. So a knife can be used for good uh, or for evil. Yeah, and so in and the that's same what way, social media. Social media is a tool. It's just a tool. Yeah. It's it's not, you know, good or evil in and of itself. It's how we use it. Yeah. And so that's where, you know, we're going to talk today a little bit about social media boundaries. And it was about a year and a half ago. It was the summer of 2017. I really hit a wall myself personally where I was just burnt out. And part of that was because of social media. And if you have been a business owner for any amount of time or you're working towards that, it can really suck a lot of life out of you. And it can almost be like you're the slave and social media and email and you know your business is the master. And so I hit this wall and God really took me through a transformation. Now you have to want it, like you have to be ready. But I was ready, like I had brain fog and I was just like, I wanted to have something different. And I really began to make a lot of changes. And I would say, like when you say even today, like how I use social media is so different than how I used to. Absolutely. And, you know, so we're going to talk a little bit about some practical things. If you want some really practical case studies, I go into depth into some things I did to, you know, get control of email, social media, like Instagram and Facebook and some other things in the time management challenge. So you can get access to that for free at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash time. And especially on day two, I go into a lot of case studies about that. 
Hmm. But what are some thoughts or ideas that you have on this, CJ? Well, for sure, I think one that that stands out is just um, having set times. You know that you're you're on the social media and being able to back out of it, uh, being able to shut it down. You know, for for the day. There's a great article that we're going to actually put in the show notes that I came across called Do Not Disturb, How I Ditched My Phone and Unbroke My Brain. And it's uh, it was written in the New York Times by a guy named Kevin Roos. And uh, it was just a fascinating article. It's really good. I read it too. Where, you know, he mentioned several things that, uh, you, you know, were happening in his life in terms of, you know, he, he would even you know, check, constantly check things, even during that little interim time, you know, like when you stick your chip, your credit card, you know, to pay for some groceries yeah, <laughs> or your gas and you're sticking that card in there. And there's that just a few seconds where, you know, it's going to then ask you, you know, what your pin number is. Well, he was, he was in the habit. He confessed that he had to hurry and check something on his for phone like every, every single time. Mm-hmm. It was just a habit for him, and, and we all do it. I mean, mm-hmm. my goodness, uh, there are how many times, you know, one of the things you can do is go to your actual actual screen time on your phone. If you have an iPhone or a, a smartphone, you can check the screen time, and some of us may be actually shocked. Now, truth be told, um, I, I do a lot of my reading on my Kindle app, you know, on my phone, and so it's going to show you know, extra hours, any, any reading I do in the evenings, but it can be helpful to show you, whoa, I'm spending that much time, you know, on my phone. Yeah. Um, specifically. In, in the time management challenge, the first day, I just, I call it, I just say, be aware. And I give you a worksheet every day. You get a worksheet to download. And the first day is just tracking your time. So like CJ, you know, you did that when you lost weight. Right, yeah. like you tracked your calories, you you track or you track every, your running every day, yeah. And it, it makes you aware of first of all, like you know, we're talking about time. Where is your time going? But like if you're you know tracking your food, it makes you aware of what food you're putting in your mouth. Or same thing with finances. If you're wanting to get out of debt, you can track anything that gets measured. You know, gets. Um, you know, you just, you focus on that. And so that's a really great way just to have some awareness. But, um, you know, I want to encourage you to set some boundaries and not let social media creep in in every nook and cranny of your life. So I talked about this in a previous episode, but one thing that I started doing about a year and a half ago was putting distance between me and my phone especially at night. So mm-hmm. when you're laying down in bed, you know, or like at times, like if I would wake up in the night, I would grab my phone and it's like, why? <laughs> but then um, in the mornings was the, the, that was the worst for me is when I would really, I just, you know, lay there in bed and scroll for an hour. So what I did is I put distance and I now charge my phone at night and I keep it in our guest bedroom closet. Um, you know, the guy in the article, he actually like had some sort of safe or something yeah, he put that it he in a, put it in. 
basically a safe safe box that he locked. Yeah, but um, you can, you know, whatever you need to do to create some distance. And just on that note, you know, the whole reason you would do something like that it, to put it in, inside a safe or a lockbox is that it forces you to go that one extra step of thinking, okay, do I, do really, I really want to go and get, get the phone? box, get the key, unlock this thing, get in, you know, it's just adding extra steps that that cause you to have to think about the decision. Yeah, and so for me, I put a flashlight beside my bed because I always use my phone as my flashlight. I use an alarm clock now instead of using the alarm on my phone. And so there might be a few little things like I, I bought a watch, you know? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they actually still make those? Yeah, right? But they actually say that if your phone is in the same room with you, even if you're not on it, it's still like in your, your view, then it's still going to be a distraction. So sometimes mm. just putting it in another room, yeah. you know, while you're working or while you're doing something. But I've heard of many families even, uh, they have, they'll have a nightly tradition where, you know, when it's time to go to bed, um, mom, dad, and even uh, son or daughter, you know, if they're old enough and, and can be trusted with a phone, they all put that phone in a basket or, or their iPads, outside their you know, rooms. any devices. It's kind of like, okay, I'm putting the phone in its place. It's not going to run me all night because there were stories of teenagers that were uh, texting at 2 in the morning mm -hmm. or having to look at this and that at 2 in the morning. It's like, uh, wait a minute, no. Uh, yeah. You know, this is just a little shout out or and advice for you parents out there. Putting the phones under their pillow so that they could feel the vibration. Yeah. And they would wake up. And so it was like they that FOMO, fear of missing out. Like, okay, I want to be able to reply, you know, right when, you know, someone replies. And we used to be in youth ministry and the teen girls would talk to me. And this was years ago because, you know, I mean, we've we've been doing something different for a while. But, you know, even like 10 years ago, seven years ago, you know, teen girls would tell me like they would be sexting at night because their phone was in their room with them. And so, you know, mm. I mean, if you're a parent, it just makes all kinds of sense. Just yeah. have a policy where it's everyone, yeah, everyone leaves their phones. But for us personally, as adults, as business owners, it also makes really good sense, you know, because we're going to get the best ideas when we have space. You know, um, I always get my best ideas when I'm out on a run or a walk or a hike. And CJ, he's, he's been a running coach for years. And, you know, he'll, he'll say, well, Shelly, it's because you're getting blood to your brain. But also I'm creating space. Yeah. I'm not doing anything else at the moment. So all of a sudden, like the Lord can speak to me. Ideas start flowing. And a lot of times I'll just take um, notes in my notes app on my phone or whatever. But, you know, we're creating space. But also for your family, like I remember a couple years ago, you know, I would be on my phone all the time. Like when CJ and I would be out for dinner or on a trip or different things, instead of connecting together, I would be on my phone. So one of the things that I personally had to do, and again, I talk about this in more depth in the time management challenge, which is at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash time. And you'll get tons of worksheets and great um, information there. But is I actually delete my apps in between posting and checking in. And I don't really 
I, I really don't do much of Facebook on my phone anymore. I mostly do it on my computer. And then I use a Chrome extension, which is a news feed blocker. And I, you know, I share um, all the links and all of that sort of thing to the resources I use in the time management challenge. But what this does is first of all, when I'm using Facebook on my computer, especially for business, and I'm having the feed blocked, then I'm on there and I'm just doing what I need to do to manage my groups. I have a paid group for my Author Audience Academy coaching that I do. I have you know, the free Your Creative Adventure group. We'd love to have you join. And some other things that I'm in, but I stay focused. So instead of getting distracted by the scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And then with Instagram, they don't have the ability to really you know, operate uh, the app except on your mobile devices. So I definitely just realized if it, if, I, if it stays on my phone, I always have that magnetic pull. Like I just yeah. wanna check in, I just wanna check in, I just wanna check in. So I, I actually do something very extreme and I delete the app in between. Sometimes I've done the same thing for maybe a week at a time. It's it's like a a week long fast, you know, from that specific app that I know is taking up a lot of time. And you know, it's kind of amazing, you know, when you when you do delete those apps for a certain amount of time. At first, you do twiddle your thumbs just a bit because your brain has been so wired to just immediately look or check a certain amount of times each day that now you have to scurry and think, okay, what am I gonna do now? And that forces you to perhaps read more out of that, that paperback book or you know, spend time in the Word, spend time in prayer. Or create art. Yeah. <laughs> Using Experiments. your gifts and abilities <clears throat> and allowing that to be practiced rather than being really good at... Uh, opening those apps with your thumbs. <laughs> CJ talked about, he's a runner, so, you know, the miles that we we do with our thumbs as we scroll, you know? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many miles we've scrolled. <laughs> yeah. But you have to find something that works for you. So for me personally, I just, I just don't, I, I, I just can't stay off of it if the, the app is there. But when I get on, I make it count. Like I interact with people, I, you know, you know, and then you can give yourself distraction breaks. So give yourself, if you want to just scroll, sometimes I'll just give myself a half an hour and I'll just scroll and I'll just see what everyone's doing. And, and it's just fun, you know? So sometimes, yeah, you can let yourself just do that. But when you're in a business, you want to focus on your high priority tasks. And if we're on social media all day, yes, social media does you know, have an opportunity to drive business, but it also has the opportunity to waste time. And so what are some things that you can do? I try once a week, usually on Sundays, to just disconnect from social media and email altogether. It's really easy on Sundays because people don't typically expect a response from you, you know, an email and such on Sundays. And then typically once a year, I try to um, do a, a full week where I completely disconnect. I've done that twice now. And I, during the time management challenge, one of the, the participants said she tries to be off her phone one hour a day, one day a week, 
and one week a year. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of what I do. I mean, I do more than one hour a day off of social media, obviously, but um, you know, that might be something to consider. But even just having those breaks, it can clear your mind. There was a um, podcast I highly recommend. It's episode 200 of Revelation Wellness. And they talked about how we're addicted to distraction. So we're addicted to always looking. And then is there that red notification bell? You know, is, is there, um, did somebody reply? Did somebody comment or like? We're addicted to distraction. And what it actually does is switching, you know, back and forth and checking, you know, in and out and, you know, all the time, you know, being, um, you know, focused on that, it actually starts to wear down the myelin on your neurons in your brain. And when I heard that, I was like, oh my goodness, that's probably partly why I have this brain fog. You know, it was just, I don't know if, if you've ever experienced that, but it was not fun. Like I just, I was, I wanted, I was desperate to do something different. And so, you know, when I, when I really started hearing what this does, because I was a physical therapist for 12 years and I took neuroanatomy, like I studied the brain. And when they tar- started to tell me it wears away your brain, I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I want to be effective for the kingdom. I want to do the things that God has gifted and called me to do. And in order to do that deepest, most powerful you know, work that God has given us to do, we need times of undistracted work. And that goes for creating the art that's going to impact lives, that's going to be able to support your family or whatever it is that your goal is. We need those times of undistracted, focused work. Yeah, and I, I remember that quote uh, from one, one of the books you had mentioned, um, where it, it mentioned that we're, we're addicted to nuggets of nothingness. Yes. That's that same podcast. Yeah. Nuggets of nothingness. Just think about that. Yeah. That's a lot of what's out there in social media. Not all of it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of good stuff out there. A lot of beneficial stuff. Right. But my goodness, stuff that, you know, you get caught up in any of those political arguments or... Mm-hmm. You know, just the gossip of, uh, you know, the Kardashians or, you know, whatever is going on you know, with the it, it, There's just a lot of nothingness or, yeah. that is going to distract your brain from really doing what God's calling you to do, calling me to do. Um, again, we're, we're two people that aren't pointing a finger. No. Because if we do, we've got three, you know, pointing right back at us. Yeah, and then, th- I mean, and then a thumb that is up. Those of you that are watching the video, uh, <laughs> anyway, we uh, we're people that are on this journey as well, and we're learning. We're not perfect in this whole social media no. distraction arena, but we have found some things that perhaps can be helpful to you as well. Yeah, like Paul said, I feel like you know I'm the chief of all sinners. Like I was legit. I mean, like um, addicted Hmm. to Instagram and Facebook, legit. Like it was, it was an addiction. And like I said, I have a paid Facebook group for Author Audience Academy. And when like, I was allowing it to control me to where I would check in all the time. I was available pretty much like 24 seven to the people who were paying me, you know, $39 a month. 
they're not paying me enough to have access to me 24 seven. But it really caught my attention when one of my members said, wow, you know, you post something and right away, Shelly replies. And it was like, oh yeah, I do. And so I've been there, you know, I've had the distraction upon distraction. I've had, you know, those years where I didn't spend my, the first, you know, hour of my day in, with the Lord, you know, and, and I wasn't spending that deeper time really hearing and listening from him because I was listening to everything else, hmm. all the other noise, all the other things. But God has something for you. Yeah. And he wants your art to, he has more. There is more for you. And yes, you know, I mean, it's hard to set these boundaries sometimes and to, to, to make these steps. But I will tell you, I do not feel like I'm missing out. I do mm. not feel like, you know, because I don't know everything that's going on with everyone, I actually was able to accomplish so many of my art goals last year. I wrote, designed, created a 168-page Brushstrokes workbook. I was able to learn how to digitize my artwork and cre create prints and cards. And I was able to do so many things hmm. that I really don't know if I would have done had I not made some of those changes. And so I just want to tell you that there are some really amazing things on the other side of that distraction. And I think this is a great scripture for all of us that are even just thinking about and mulling, you know, social media or anything in life. And Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12, and this is from the, uh, the Passion Translation. It says, it's true that our freedom allows us to do anything. Right. But that doesn't mean that everything we do is good for us. I'm free to do as I choose but I choose to never be enslaved to anything. Amen. And we have to ask ourselves, are these phones here? Is there an invisible chain? Those of you that are watching video saw, saw the phone. Um, is there an invisible chain attached to your wrist with that phone? Or are you free to put it down and pick it up whenever you want? It doesn't control you. And in fact, one other little tip that I just thought of is uh, get rid of all of the push notifications. Yes, that is the turn very those first off. thing. If you don't know how to uh, turn those off, just like, Google it. like me, Google it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, I I'm say... one of those people. I've got to Google it. Oh, I do too. How, how, yeah. uh, how to you know, turn off, push notifications on my apps because otherwise you're going to continually get notified. Yeah. And unless you have your phone on vibrate mode like I do all the time because I don't even want to hear a sound, uh, I, I, I admit I miss phone calls as a result. But if you've got your sound on and the push notifications, my goodness, that's going to drive you and everybody around you nuts. And so that's one quick tip is, is turn those off and then you'll only know whenever you check the Twitter or check the Instagram or whatever app that you spend time in, you can check on it. And then when you're done, when you've, when you, when you've made it through, say 10, 15 minutes, whatever you need to quickly check up on things or add a post, you close it. It doesn't control you. 
Yeah, and I also turn off all notifications to email too. And then, so um, I learned this years ago from a business coach, but you know, he basically said, instead of everything like being reactive and everything coming to me and me reacting to it in real time, I get to go into the apps in my time yeah. when I choose and react then to it. So, you know, it just makes a huge, huge difference. I mean, that I did that years ago, but um, yeah, if you haven't done that, please, you know, that I would really highly recommend starting there. Yeah. Well, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. And um, again, as our tradition holds, we are going to have a minute of silence and reflection for you to be able to just to get a takeaway. Ask the Lord, what mm-hmm. is it that you want Him to impress upon you? What is it that He wants to say to you regarding this whole area of boundaries and social media? And again, this this one minute, jokingly, is, is not uh, a minute for a power nap. <laughs> um, uh, but it's a minute to really reflect and say, Lord, what do you want to say to me right now regarding this issue? What is the one action step? What is the one thing that God is really speaking to you about this? Because we're all different. You know, we all have different things that work. What works for me may not work for you. And so ask yeah. the Lord, what is it that he would have you to do regarding this? And we're going to be playing um, some instrumental music. It's from my friend Tammy Sorensen. You can find out more about her in the show notes. Mm. But we just thank her for giving us permission to use this um, music each week. And so we'll just give you um, a minute to just reflect and ask the Lord, what does he have to say to you today? Folks, let's just close in prayer and uh, ask the Lord to speak to us. Yes. Lord, we just thank you so much again for every single listener, uh, every single person watching on video on YouTube. We thank you for each and every one of these artists. Yes. And Lord, we ask that you would specifically speak to each of us regarding our social media habits. Yes. Anything that uh, we can do to. Uh, to make healthier choices. And Lord, if we are enslaved to any aspect of our social media, Lord, please mm-hmm. gently point point that out and yes. give us the strength to make changes that we need to. And Lord, may we uh, never put anything before you, any idols that uh, we, we place before you. Lord, uh, move those out of our lives. 
And I thank you, Lord, that uh, each one of us can live free and allow this technology that we have access to at our fingertips today to be used as a tool for good and not uh, allow it to be a tool that harms us and perhaps others. We thank you, Lord, for what you want to do and speak to each of us however you desire. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again, if you want more on this topic, we've created a time management challenge, free five-day time management challenge that will really help you to um, to get control of your time because that really is the foundational aspect of growing a business. If you don't have control of your time, then it's going to be really hard to find momentum. Mm -hmm. So go sign up for that at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash time. And we'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye-bye. Before you leave, I wanted to share with you a free gift. I have a free training called How You Can Earn a Full-Time Income as an Artist, a $97 value for free. And you can sign up for that free gift at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash artist income. And if you've wanted to turn your passion for art into income, then this training is for you. So you're going to learn 10 real life examples of what's working today to earn money, money as an artist. They're real life case studies. I'm going to share with you how diversifying your income can help you grow your art business much faster. You may struggle if you're relying on one income stream only. You'll learn how to sell your artwork online, the specific partnerships you should consider as an artist, and two passive income streams that can be very profitable. And the cool thing is that artists that have taken this free training are getting results. For example, Valerie Lynn said 10 days after watching the webinar, she had already sold $400 worth of art. And Shannon Santa Maria said, that after watching the webinar, she took the risk and took her work to a boutique and sold over half of her items. What do you have to lose? There are so many opportunities for us as artists today. Sign up for free at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash artist income, and then let me know your takeaways and your results. Tag me at yourcreativeadventure. I can't wait to help you make money as an artist doing what you love. This is Shelly Hitz. Thank you so much for joining me in this free training. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Creative Adventure with CJ and Shelly Hitz, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. If you've been encouraged or inspired in any way by today's podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot, post it on social media, and tag us at Your Creative Adventure so we can connect with you and cheer you on in your art journey. It also means the world to us when you take a few moments to post a rating and review on iTunes. Once you do, send an email to support at yourcreativeadventure.com with a screenshot of your review and we'll send you our Plan It Day Goal Setting Worksheets, a $47 value for free. We believe you have been given unique creative gifts and a specific role to play in the Kingdom of Heaven that will make an impact for eternity. Join us next time as we partner with God to help you take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined.